0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to So Here's What We Did, where we have candid conversations about modern, mindful parenting. I am Angela, and I am joined, of course, with my husband, Saru. What's
1: going on, y'all? Nice to be back.
0: Happy New Year, you guys. Happy New Year. (laughs) How are you doing? I hope- 2020. 2021. (laughs) 2020 is done. (laughs) Please don't say anything. You gotta say 2020, like, a couple
1: times, because it's like- like, uh, 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 not red rum, but bloody Mary, bloody, you gotta mm-hmm. say 20, 20, 20, 20 a couple times before you can just release it. And if it's gonna scare you, it's gonna scare you. And...
0: Mm-hmm. That's a way to think about it because I think what Candyman is like, you're not supposed to say it three mm-hmm. times, so like, I don't really even wanna, I don't even wanna say those numbers,
1: yeah. But I mean, you gotta wonder. How much of it is going to end just because the calendar flipped?
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Moving Hopefully on. Hopefully that's not <laughs> it. Hopefully that's not it. Gosh. Moving on. So we have taken some time while we were on break and gotten some rest. And we've done some reading and researching and just, you know, seeing where our hearts and minds were led with what we should cover for this first um, part of the year. And what we landed on is relationships. So we are going to embark on this journey, this series, um, for the first part of 2021, discussing relationships and how that has such a profound impact on the family unit in family wellness.
1: You know, I think one of the best things that you can do is reflect. And I think what helps us moving forward is always being in a period of reflection and, you know, thinking about what you did last week and two years ago and, and what results and things you got. So, you know, the more I've been just sit back thinking, you know, 50 years from now, hundred years from now, what do I want people to get out of my body of work? And so it becomes so much bigger than per se, having a podcast or writing a book you know, what body of work do I feel is going to be the most important to give to someone? And so I, I love this kind of change of thought as to all of the different facets of life and how, you know, one, one thing that kept ringing in my head as I kept, you know, listening to the podcast was being able to deal with your own trauma and how, dealing with your trauma in, in so many different ways will have a, a a wonderful impact on your future. You know, how we deal with trauma as it relates to relationships and how we give that on to, to children as an experience. So I'm, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to this.
0: I am too, and I'm glad that you're excited about it, babe. Yeah, very excited. Something specific that we wanna dive into for this particular episode of the podcast is Something I'm sure you've probably heard, it's something we hear a lot, Um, and it makes its way onto television and books that we read, and it's this concept of staying together for the kids. And I know a lot of times you and I will have conversations with people, and they'll say, oh, one of the reasons why your kids are this or that is because they come from a good home. You know, you guys have a a healthy marriage or you have a healthy relationship. That's one of the reasons why, you know, Mm -hmm. your kids are very, they're well-rounded, you know, they're confident, they're secure. And yes, I do. I do think that's true. Mm -hmm. Part of that is true. What do you think?
1: You know, when I think about, okay, being in a relationship and, you know, should we stay together? You know, should we stay together for our children? The first thing I think is, you know, being around children, I know that one of their biggest fears is for their parents to break up. You know, a lot of it has to do with, you know, um not knowing what their living situation's gonna be, if one parent uh has a certain job, what you know, what's their living conditions gonna be like. So that can be very scary for a child. But then you have to look at the whole picture. And it's like, you know. I want to ask you a question. Okay, y'all thinking about breaking up? That, that's you know all fine and dandy. But what's your living situation like while you're going through that process? You know, is it you know one of y'all staying out all night, coming home, and then it's a you know knockout drag out fight? Is it constantly yelling at each other? You know, being frustrated with your children because of you being in a situation? So I think there's a lot of different ways to look at that, you know, should I stay around, you know, for my child?
0: Absolutely. And another thing to consider when you're having this conversation with others or or with yourself is that every marriage goes through things. One way I like to refer to it as the fat years and the lean years and that works as far as finances you know you can be early in your marriage and you're living in the the one room studio apartment right. and your your husband's get finishing his master's degree and you guys are maybe having your first baby so those right. might be so some lean years and then there's the fat years you know where you know some stocks and bonds have worked right. out well right. and right. you know right. you've gotten a raise or a promotion on your right. job so those would be you know your fat years so try and kind of translate that into like your emotional state or the well-being of your relationship there's going to be some years where they're going to be a little bit more trying than others and also too considering for myself and my husband we got married in our 20s right okay i'm you know in my 40s and some of us are getting dangerously close to their 50s no, 38 <laughs> 38, I'm not, I don't accept it. So with that being said, we're growing and we're changing. So there are some things that naturally you're going to, you're going to morph a little bit, but the very core of who you are should remain the same. But he grew and I grew. So there's going to be some things that you hope you're growing in the same direction, but you have to consider the fact that you are both growing, but you're going to go through things no matter what.
1: And, and so I think, you know, w- when we enter into a relationship, we don't understand that. But I think, depending upon how you look at it, you know, I think how we looked at it in the beginning was, let's build memories.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so we did so many different things that built that stuff that kept our foundation strong when we did go through rocky times. Mm-hmm. But we went through rocky times. You know, so... We have to understand that besides the relationship you were in right now, if you're in a relationship, every relationship you've had before that, you failed. Either you gave up, they gave up, y'all felt that it wasn't good for each other, or whatever the case may be. So, all of our past, we've practiced failing at relationships. So, sometimes we have to understand that brokenness. That's, you know, it, it's just a reality of you know, growing up and dating people and finding out what you like or what have you. But sometimes you got to go through that rough stuff and find ways of being able to get through that rough stuff.
0: you're so right about that. And one thing we do have to preface before we move forward is physical, verbal, or emotional abuse, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable in any setting. And we encourage you to always um, keep your safety, um, you know, at, You know, keep your safety in mind when you are making decisions about your relationships and absolutely do what you need to do to keep yourself and your family safe and also to seek uh, professional counseling. Please do seek out the counseling of a family and or a marriage counselor to help you um, navigate these spaces. And,
1: you know, if you beat somebody one time, And they don't change to doing everything that you want them to do. Continuing to beat them ain't going to make them change. And in the first place, beating them once ain't going to make them do everything that you want them to do. And that's the thing that we need to understand is we're with a completely different person. They're going to have things that they want just like we want. And if you think that you're completely perfect in their eyes, you're not. You know. Going back to when we had our situations, that was something that I thought. I was naive enough to think that while she had her issues, my stuff was solid gold and and did none of it stink. And and, and so, you know, I reached a point where I needed to uh, seek a better understanding from a professional. You know, just like it's a problem with your knee, if it's a problem with anything in your life, that's what you do. You seek out a professional. And when he helped me to understand that my drawers was on the floor, oh, I (laughs) understood it all. Then I started looking at my own self in the mirror. I was like, if I was somebody else, you do this, you do that, you do this, you do that. So we have to be more lenient. And, and this is to say, you know, if, if who you with don't come home at night, you know, I wouldn't be leaning on that. But, <laughs> you know, we got to understand that we're different people, that we have our different concerns, but neither one of us is going to be perfect. So, you know, that's the beauty in this. You know, I think this place that we're entering in, part of it is, you know, these are some things that you may be able to do to stay together. And these are some things that you probably shouldn't accept and and this is how you might be able to go about something different where it's healthy for you, healthy for your kids and you know what have you
0: Absolutely and and you know as we were saying the the physical violence, the emotional, the verbal violence, you know that is something it's just not healthy and you have to know if if no one else has told you or if you're not hearing this from anybody else in your sphere of influence those are unhealthy things and you absolutely should be terrified by it and uncomfortable but that that feeling that this is terrifying that this is so uncomfortable that should be your motivation to exit but you
1: know the thing that i kept hearing you know when you were saying that and i agree with what you're saying is this line of abuse this generational curses that we pass on it ain't about What we think we're telling our kids, what we think we're putting around them, it has everything to do with what you are showing your child on a daily basis. This is telling them how you appreciate another person. So, you know, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, to a child is mom and dad. So then if I see my dad talking to my mom in any kind of way, number one, how much love and adoration can I have for my own mom? Mm -hmm. So then that puts a trauma in, in our relationship. And then on top of that, I got, you know, if I am a boy, one, this is how I should communicate with a person that I love. And if it's a girl and I'm just, you know, if it's a guy, what I'm saying is this is how you should accept your relationship with a man or vice versa cuz you know it's not where it's just going to be you know men abusing women abuse goes both ways and and you know so we might say him or her or whatever the case may be but there's no part of abuse just being this man on woman thing and what we're saying is if you're a woman and you beating your man it's the same, same situation. You know what I'm saying? We shouldn't be at a place, and this is for all things. We shouldn't be at a place where we feel like the person who is the, the most uh uh has the most physical strength should be able to dictate how everything goes and that's really the only thing that we're saying if I'm jumping on you because I know you know for the most part if I don't think I can beat you up I ain't gonna jump on you. You know, people who abuse people aren't necessarily the ones who go in and get in bar fights and all that, and that right. sort of stuff. You right. know what I'm right. saying? So just because you can beat somebody up, and this is what I teach my kids, you know, whether it be boy on girls, boy on boy, whatever, you shouldn't fight nobody just because you think you can beat them up.
0: Right. And, and to just, you know, you just have to know that that's not healthy. And also, too, when children are involved you are. We are always modeling for our children. We are modeling what is good, what is bad, what is kind, what is unkind, what is acceptable, and what is unacceptable. Right. So even just breaking that down into those very simple subgroups, that is a way to help you to take that next step in trying to figure out should we stay together for the kids? Right. You know, should we stay t- together for the kids? Should we try and work this out? And one of the things I like to encourage people to do when I'm speaking with clients in all stages of life, if they've been, if they're newly married, if they're considering getting married, or maybe they're a couple years in, or they're 10, 20 years in. You know, you want to get married for the right reasons. So many times, especially in this generation, I would say within the last 10, 12 years, uh, more so than ever, people are getting married for the gram. I mean, they want to take the pictures. They've got the... The parties, they've got the color scheme, and we're going to have this uh, flavor cake. And it's almost more so than even the, what is it, the bridezilla that used to be so popular, like in the 90s and the early 2000s. People are doing things, oh, because um, it just seems like the next thing we should do. You know, we should just go ahead and just get married. We know we already have a house. But think about really the core of what marriage is and what it represents it's a union and for some faith-based people it's it's a holy union so think about what you are getting into this relationship for and keeping those morals those those norms in mind when you are considering whether or not you want this person to be your partner for the rest of your life
1: yeah you know so when i think about that as a question you know, should um, people stay together for the kids? I say, number one, that, that, that's, that's not what you should be thinking about. The number one thing that you should be thinking about through this is, how are we parenting this child? You know, is it a situation where we fussing and fighting so much that, you know, we can't be civil to each other and both sharing the fact that we still both raising the same child? You know, it's unfair to kids to look at hatefully their parent who they should love their parent and they should feel like their parent, you know, the most precious thing in the world to them. So just because you and her or you and him didn't work out, that should have no impact on how you parent your child. So you should never stay together for the sake of your child, because in my house, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to let, you know, however, you know, the Mrs. feels about telling her story, I'm going to let her tell her story. But in my story, it was better when my dad left. And so the, the couple of years while he was still there, you know, it didn't impact me as much because I was younger. But for my older siblings, they talked about it being pure hell. They talked about the constant yelling, the fights, throwing stuff. And so even though they feared, you know, my father leaving because he took away half the income. They were so happy to get the peace. And the one thing that I will always respect my mom on, you know, amongst other things is she always made sure we loved our father and she never put us in the middle of they mess. It was them that couldn't get along, but You know, so often, we start to use our children, we start to, you know, uh, uh, hold back contact from our children. And so, it's so much bigger than, should I stay with this person, you know, because of the child. Number one, if y'all can stay together, stay together. You know, you have to look at, you know, why are we having our problems? If it's a situation of infidelity, then that's purely how both of you feel about it. You know, I'm not gonna lie and say, um, I feel that all people should do this and that because I've seen it work in so many different situations, so I don't judge. But what I am saying, y'all got to be civil in, in, in raising your children. And if you can be more civil away from each other than what you can be together, then it's best for everybody. You know if you think about your own blood pressure, your stress level, how can that be good for you if if you with somebody that you can't stand, somebody you in love with stay down the street and you talking about you doing it for your kid and you sitting around somewhere with with, with stink on your face all the time because you hate who you with. How can you say you doing that for your child?
0: Right, and you're not you're not really happy at the core of that. You're not happy. Yep. There's something someone said to me when I was very young before I was even married and it It was just an older gentleman when I was working um, at an insurance company and he said to me, and I'll never forget it, you know, choosing your spouse wisely because from that decision will come either 90% of your happiness or 90% of your misery. And I always thought about that, like even before I got married, you know, happiness and misery those two things are just they're polar opposites. and there's like very little <laughs> in between. Man. And then it makes me also want to challenge the assumption and to to put this out there so that you guys can challenge the assumption that if you as the parent are unhappy, is it are you thinking that your child is somehow? happy mm. how could they be right to to challenge that assumption that the parents are happy but somehow the children are are happy
2: wow.
0: um and that's something to really to think about because if your parents are seeing or if your children pardon me are seeing you unhappy right. all day long. You're yeah. arguing, like you're saying, this is a high-conflict right. relationship that we're in. You know, somebody is coming home late or not at all, right. and then when they do come home, there is an argument and a barrage in a a day or two or three's worth of verbal... Um, abuse. Abuse. <laughs> abuse. You know, how is it possible that the child can be happy within that So you know, for that reason, you know it is. um, This is why people will often consider separating or getting a divorce. And I do always like to have something for you all to to read along with listening to us more as a a a packet of sorts, so that you guys can do your own reading and 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 take in some other information. Um, I found an article that is very very good, and it is called should we stay together for the kids and it is by equitable mediation and one of the quotes that i thought um my gosh i mean it summed it up from dr ann malek she's a licensed marriage family therapist when thinking about divorce and effect on children kids do best in home environments that are loving respectful and supportive A healthy home life means one where open conflict and hostility are limited. So just think about that. No one's saying that there won't ever be um, arguments or conflicts, or as we like to call them, disagreements. But your kids should see you problem solving. And having a a disagreement is okay. But having a full-blown argument for days and days on end is not okay.
1: Because you going to have differences of opinions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, I don't know if, you know, some of these things that, that you know, I, I say them and then I hear them in my, my head and it's like, this should be the simplest stuff, but we've made it so complicated. Mm-hmm. Number one, you're two people, two backgrounds, uh, two visions, t- two everything that is different. And then constantly out of the, the, the millions of different tasks there are or, or things to think or things to believe that there are, how many do you really feel the same on? And if you don't feel the same on them, there's automatically a disagreement of such. Mm-hmm. And then you got to figure out, well, how do we move forward in disagreeing? You know, I love saying the phrase, that ain't normal.
2: <laughs> and,
1: and, you know, we've normalized so many terrible things. You know, it is I remember the the, the 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 beautiful young lady, I think she was eighteen years old, who was murdered sitting in a McDonald's mm. drive-thru. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that baby. You know, and, and just to think that how fast things can change and mm. I don't even know how I got on. Every time I think about this makes me so sad, but mm-hmm. um we're two different people. And we're gonna come together and sometimes we're still gonna disagree on the outside of it. Right. And if we disagree, that can be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, is is this that hill that I need to die on? Okay, so sometimes we do some things that upset each other. And then sometimes we gotta be able to say, I'm sorry, I apologize, mm-hmm. let's move on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because we're two different people from two different cultures, two different backgrounds, and, and that's what goes into this, I'm not perfect. So you I, I know where I was going with the normal thing. Normalize people getting murdered. We've 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 normalized, like you said, the 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 staying out all night. We've normalized arguing and fussing in our houses. So we have to understand that even though we've normalized it, this ain't normal. Right. Sitting around fighting all the time, it ain't normal. Right. And even if we've made it normal, it's not. And there's an impact that this is going to have to everybody around us. It's going to be an impact on our kids when we do these things uh, 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 that we've gotten used to doing, Mm -hmm. you know, being that we're just different people.
0: Right. There's so much to consider. And and on the flip side of that sheet of music, you know, there also is that assumption that somehow because the parents are unhappy, that the children are unhappy. There are some parents in relationships who have gotten so skilled at hiding um, their discomfort. You know, they're 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 very dissatisfied with the relationship. They're not seeing eye to eye. They're not talking with their partner. But yet and still, the bills are paid. Right. The lights are on. The kids are doing well in school. And, you know, oftentimes with the way that we, um, our society has gotten with scheduling kids and keeping them so busy. I know last season we talked a lot about the, the child that is scheduled to the max, mm-hmm. you know, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they're doing this. And then on uh, Friday and Saturday, they're doing this and they're constantly involved in something. If, if hubby is shuttling the kid on this day and you're right. shuttling the kid on that day, sometimes you may not even um, notice what you were truly unhappy about. And the kids are just going on, you know, mm-hmm. like everything is just a Okay but still you know in your heart of hearts that you're not happy mm-hmm. so and then as we consider talking about the hostility in the high mm-hmm. conflict area we have to know that that is that the child is in this high conflict environment it does have a an effect on them emotionally and physically even yeah. there are studies that show that children have the most psychological difficulties when you stay in high conflict relationships. It can affect their growth. It can affect their ability to uh, be in healthy relationships, to, to salvage a relationship. Yeah. If there is just your regular adult um, stressors, just your regular adult stressors, you know, you've got a big project going on at work, or you move to a new town, or you're buying a new house. Just your regular stressors, they can have such a difficult um, time psychologically from growing up in a high conflict household.
1: Man, so, you know, the thing I was hearing was, you know, looking in that mirror and, and being honest with ourselves. You know, I think that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to first acknowledge how i feel about things i have to acknowledge how i feel about you know my 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 husband or whatever i have to acknowledge the things that i like and also what i don't like and then i have to be able to communicate that you know with with my wife and i gotta be able to say okay here's everything on the table now it's your choice you can choose to um you know meet me halfway on some things you can choose to just say that, you know, I must be wrong and, you know, what you're doing is right. But at least you can say, you know, on this day and time, we sat down and I, I told you the things that I struggle with yes. in our relationship yes. that you're doing, that that you're responsible for, that you're accountable for. And then they have the opportunity then.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the, the one thing that I think we have to acknowledge is the power of perception mm-hmm. and You know, a person can feel a certain way and we might not agree that they should feel that way, which sounds completely crazy to me that we get to decide how somebody else feels Mm -hmm. about their experience in life. No, you're right. But, you know, they feel a certain way Mm -hmm. and then we can choose to say, I acknowledge your feelings and this is how I may be a part of what you're going through. Mm -hmm. You know, I might not be. You know, sometimes things exist in, you know, one person's head as far as how they see other things that go on because of their uh, the limited feedback that they may get. You know, what I'm saying it, it might not necessarily be completely real what they're thinking, but we have to acknowledge whether it's our partner, our child. If they have a certain feeling, that's just simply how they feel and, and they have reasons to support. How they feel. Now, those reasons might be weak. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But we have to first acknowledge that. And then once we acknowledge that, then we can say, okay, do I care enough to try to, um, y'all yeah, wanna use the word appease, but make the necessary changes on the things that you have big problems with? You know, because once again, we gotta understand we're gonna have some problems with our mate. I don't. <laughs>
2: But <laughs> I love you. I think everything is straight, right.
1: But you know, real talk, there's going to be things that you know, you have different expectations based on your own background. And it cannot be the way that the person is that you're with. So you can't have these expectations so high for yourself or for them that you stop understanding that we're humans and that we're gonna make mistakes. You know, I'm going to go ahead and tell it. The the situation that happened tonight, you know, it's Christmas time. I went and bought my wife um, this bird feeder that she wanted. And I wanted it to be like, because I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm going to be honest with her too on the day. Um, The kids said, oh, mom got you something for Christmas. I was like, she did. I got to get her something. And I'd already been searching for this flower pot. or not flower pot, this uh, bird seed or bird feeder. So I find it, I sneak it in the house, and then she's like, yeah, I think i just get one online. And I'm like, don't buy one online. And she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to get it. So I had to tell her the truth. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't a big deal. It was something that, you know, I wish it could have went a different way. But is this a heel that we die on? And so many of the fights that we have, are we choose to die on every heel. And every time someone... You know, uh, uh uh what I'm gonna say, um, you know, doesn't look up to your expectations, mm-hmm. you wanna jump on a neck because they didn't and then ruin the day that you win, the night that you have, and because of something that at the end of the day ain't even that big. You are so
0: funny. I think if we're still talking about Tell this what you want to talk Christmas about. gift. <laughs> you have to work on your subterfuge. You don't understand the whoa, 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 Say it again, to work on what? Subterfuge. Officially, I don't know what that means. I hope I'm saying it right. <laughs> you have to, you, I would have. Subterfuge. What I would have done is said, babe, don't worry about looking for that online. We're going to find that one you like. I'm going to take you out. Day after Christmas.
1: I thought that's what I said. That's what I'm saying. A lot of things have to do, they're not even real. They have to do with your perception and things that I perceive that I did. And I don't like to live in this place of, oh, I know I did it. If I think I did something and you don't think I did something, I may have, I may not. That's the thing people get so wrapped on. They think that their experiences through life have to be the truth. Have to be the most real thing, so now I have to respond to you in a certain way because you're lying now. And, and, and for whatever reason, you're only doing this to do something to me. Hmm. And, and so we look at the whole thing. See, the beauty in, in my job is I'm constantly dealing with two kids who have had some type of issue with each other. And the stories I hear are completely different. So it, it made me to understand that just because I think something doesn't necessarily mean that's not what happened. That's true. It was just how I experienced it based on my own perceptions, based on my own background. I might not even heard what happened or saw what happened, but still I have a belief set
0: up. Right. Well, that was a delightful tangent. and it, it was a delightful <laughs> tangent,
1: but, 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 but that's, you know, like... You know, just so y'all know, I'm always messing with my wife. That's yeah. what I do. Yes, I mess he with is. her. That's his yeah, love I language. <laughs> it's <that's> my love language. I'm not messing with her. You know what I'm saying? But I've seen so many times something as small as this little thing that we had over this gift be a full blown
0: argument. Yeah, I would never let that be. Because, I mean, it's but about that, being merry and bright for right. the holidays. You have a beautiful dress on. Thank you, handsome. Yeah. Thank you. So, as we were discussing, <laughs> but 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 this, but, this
1: is, but babe, this is the real part of it. Mm-hmm. It's how we, you know, if we're talking about dealing with each other, if we're talking about being healthy, if we're talking about what so we did, this is the so what we did. It is. These are the things that, you know, if you're arguing over something, what's it really about? You know what I'm saying? Are you arguing over something just to be right about something? You know, because having one argument might not be that big. But now that you didn't have 20 arguments over nonsense, now you hating somebody, and it ain't got nothing to do with you necessarily hating somebody. It's got everything to do with you want to argue about being
0: right. Right, and as some people, they are addicted to being right. It's like a dopamine kick for being right. You know, the way people say that when you shop online, um, when you you add this thing to your cart and you check out, you get a dopamine kick. You know, there's a lot of things. Or if you post something on Instagram and you get that first like and then it's 20 likes and 25 likes and you get that, you know, it almost feels like a high. You know, and I feel like a lot of times, too, when people are having the discussion of let's stay together for the kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. First of all, you want to think about like you laid out so eloquently, if you truly are wanting to do something that's going to benefit your kids, we, the goal here for, so here's what we did. It revolves around happy, healthy children. If you want your children to be happy and healthy, you've got to get things in order So get your house in order so that you can have those happy, healthy children. And also too, if you are going to say, get divorced and we're neither advocating or, um, in conflict with the concept of divorce, but if you are going to get a divorce, You cannot go from a high-conflict marriage to a high-conflict co-parenting situation. (laughs) So you absolutely have to get to the root of what the problem is, and you've got to resolve it. Because whether or not we like it or not, when people discuss, oh, let's stay together for the kids, a lot of times people are not staying together for the kids. You are staying together because um, financial reasons. -hmm. Or you're staying together because you just had this huge house built, or you're staying together because um, this perceived failure. You know, a lot of people, you know, they've they've what they would say is I've I've sank everything into this relationship. I cannot start over. Um, So that's another reason why people feel like they have to stay in relationship, or there's just an outright good old um, fashioned fear of change so you have to get to the point where if and ask yourself if you really are staying together for the kids what's best for the kids what's best for the kids is mom and dad or dad and dad or mom and mom not arguing like wild cats and dogs day and night
1: and i feel so wrong just so you know before i say what i'm gonna say but you're
0: being recorded I know. <laughs> and we don't do like a whole bunch of editing but on here. All... <laughs> <laughs> this is a candid conversation. I got to let
1: it go. I got to let it go. Please it's too don't. Funny. So all I keep hearing is Al Green saying, last, stay together. And then <laughs> thinking about him being hit in his back with them hot grits. Oh my god. That had time. to hurt. So that it's like, hurt. you know, <laughs> Thinking about staying together or, or thinking about this person who's singing about staying together while somebody's throwing.
2: Mm-mm.
0: You know,
1: so how can you stay together what, during that? Yeah, you know well,
0: I'm studies saying. say that 25% of the conflict will continue even after the divorce or the separation. So maybe that fell within the 25%. Oh, and, and then on top of that,
1: <laughs> you know, I think the reason that, you know, regardless of where you're at, because sometimes you've gone too far in a relationship that you can't. Y'all not going to work out, but you know, being human, if if you're hoping to be in another relationship, maybe, you know, we're helping you to understand, you know, how you exist and communicating with one another, Right. how you talk to each other, how they perceive what you're doing. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and throw this in here. If the person you with is staying out all night, and they ain't on call, and even if they on call, they probably ain't gonna be staying out all night. They probably got uh, some side pieces. I just wanted to go out there and just show people to make sure you understand. And and if you cool with that, be cool with that. Cause some folks he is cool with that. You're the voice of the people. I'm the
0: voice of the people. Yeah, I and mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't be my. I don't think that that is. Um, appropriate, healthy. Um, It wouldn't be something that I would be interested in being in a relationship that's set up like that. I know, again, with things being modern, you know, there isn't really anything new under the sun, you know, again, with the adages. But I feel like a marriage is between two people.
1: I think what's more important, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's important how you or I see marriage Mm -hmm. or see being with somebody. Mm -hmm. Now, I agree with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I value my life. I'm not going to disagree <laughs> with you. <laughs> I'm going to be out tonight, but it's neither here nor there. Today. But, you know, I think to each his own, however they feel, that relationship should be, you know, as far as that go. And that they should be okay with that. But I think the problem comes in when we don't know that the other person in our with is okay with that. And then... You know, we get involved with these people who ain't going to be okay with it. And then we have these kids. And then now we got all this mess going on because we wasn't first honest with ourselves. Mm. And then being honest with... I mean, if you staying out all night, you can't think that your other person, you know, your your wife or whatever thinks that you're just kicking in with your dudes all like that. You know, that's not reality. So you have to understand... If I get into relationship, how is this relationship going to end? And thinking about that, you know, if I'm with somebody who is just a matter of them finding out I'm in the streets, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then it is what it is, but you're going to have you some babies by this and that and that person. Y'all just got to understand that's how it is. Hopefully, yes, that's not how it is. <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? Well, see, that is what I would call a less than ideal situation. That wouldn't be something that I would steer um, a friend towards or mm-hmm. my my sister or my, anybody that I care about at all. And when we crafted this podcast, when we crafted this, this style of, of parenting and approaching things, I wanted it to be a comforting support. Mm -hmm. So I think of all of you as, you know, my girlfriend. You know, we're going to go have this coffee and we're going to talk about this thing that's going on. Um, Or um, my grown nephew. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it's a person that I care about. So I can't be flippant with, and I'm not saying that you are, I can't be flippant with how I offer this comforting support. You or your spouse staying all night long, staying out all night long, It's just not a good idea. Uh, A person who is emotionally checked out of a relationship, that is not a good idea, which is why I will always steer a person towards some sort of counseling, a a marriage or family therapist in this specific um, conflict or issue that we're talking about. I will always steer a person towards that because it is very healthy to sit down and have a person who is there to listen to you both to get a handle, a professional handle on what is really going on and to help you get to the root of what's causing the problem. You know, we can help you establish goals right. and help you get to those goals, but we have to know straight out the gate that part of accomplishing any goal of having a, um, in this situation, of having a happy, healthy child or having wellness in your family If you are in a high-conflict situation, we have got to introduce some counseling.
1: And so my point being, have these conversations up front.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Have conversations up front of, if you do A, B, and C, I'm going to be straight on you. I'm not going to accept that. I'm not going to deal with that. And then, you know... The thing that that I see so often in relationships is people say, eh, they'll change. You know, if I do this, you know, this, this, that, Mm -hmm. they'll change. Right. And we overlook them showing us who they are. And they show us who they are. And then we get, you know, this, this is what we're talking about. You get to a point where you have to decide, do I want to stay with them? Do I not? And you've overlooked and, and 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 been naive to so many things going on that have gotten you to this point in your relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh,
0: I do. And I believe it's, it's like what Dr. Maya Angelou said. When a person, there was a little bit before it and a little bit after it, but she <laughs> basically said, when a person shows you who they are, believe them. Yes. And I think it's important, believe them the first time. Believe them the first time. You know, and it's... You know, oftentimes I think, you know, again, people do, well, they'll change or, you know, there once upon a time, again, so many different things that we go through are generational. And I do understand that there was a time probably in your parents' lifetime where couples were um, encouraged to marry because that was the right thing to do. That's right. It was the next right thing to do. And I know in a lot of cultures, I was just watching a documentary about, um, orthodox Jews and how they were placed together. There was a beautiful ceremony and a beautiful um, process in which they were placed together with a spouse um, for a reason. And they are encouraged to have children right away. And if you think about it, these couples, they didn't know each other. And specifically in this particular uh, documentary I watched, the couple only had met each other two weeks before. yeah. So if you think, okay, so you're encouraged to not only um, marry, but to have children, and you've only known each other for two weeks, and right. the, the expectation is that you'll start having children right away, right. okay, that's going to involve um, some intimacy. Right. And for most people, it's not very easy to be intimate with someone that you don't really know. That's right. So it's that's it, right. it's important. It's just very important to um, know your partner. Yeah. When you make a decision about whether or not you're Sorry. going to enter into a relationship, make it with such um, if this is a serious with such seriousness. It's a serious decision that's going to impact lives, the lives of your children. And um,
1: can, can I can I catch out real quick? Absolutely. So you know, one thing that I'm feeling moving forward is. We're going to let the spirit ride. and We're not going to get caught up into no systems. We're going to let the spirit ride. I think the spirit has been strong today. And and I know that I could keep talking forever. But the the thing that you're saying right now sounds like a final point. So I want you to make your final point. If It's something different that's cool. But that thing that you were just saying right now, I was like, yeah, that, that's something I want to ride on after this. That, that's something I can really eat and think about, you know, when I'm pursuing things. You know, because sometimes we get into a journey, and if we'd have really thought about it, we wouldn't have gotten to that journey. And then now we knee deep, we on day 56 into some nonsense that if we really thought about it, we wouldn't have started day one on it. And so, like I said, that thing you were just talking about there was just so hot. Um, and I know I've been talking. I've been going all in and that's what I feel. This season is going to be a all in and, and we just gonna, you know, we just go. So here's what we did and, and, and we gonna teach and, 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 and this may or not, this may or may not be for you. We hope it's for you because we know that this is good teaching and it's going to come from a good point. It's going to come from a good foundation. So summing up, you know what I'm saying? uh, uh, the first show in season two, yay, yay. Um, what would be your final point? Like I said, you can keep going where you're going, and I, and I know that's where you, that, that, I mean, that was hot right there, but what's your, your final word on what we've been talking about?
0: My final words would be making the decision if you should stay together for the kids. First of all, physical, verbal, and emotional abuse, they're unacceptable. Do what you need to do to stay safe. Also, do not be fearful of seeking the wise counsel from someone outside of just the two of you. It can start out with your girlfriend or a chat. You know, you're talking with an older woman at a hair salon, or if you're a gentleman, you're speaking with someone at the barbershop. You know, a lot of times conversations will kind of... um, just kind of uh, go flow naturally. And you may say, Hey, let's go grab a drink afterwards, a coffee or something. And you can talk with an older man who has maybe been in your shoes and they can give you um, some advice, some next steps because they've literally been in your shoes before. Sometimes a person is just a few steps ahead of you in a journey. And it can be so helpful just to hear them say, Oh, it's okay. You know, well, it's not okay. It's it's rough, but you know, you're going to go through periods of where you feel like maybe, um, you know, you're feeling a little more stress, a little tension in your relationship. Try this and you can get through it. And also too, if you are a person of faith, you know, you can reach out to um, a person of clergy or a religious figure to help counsel you through these different areas of your life that are Common, You know, we're going to experience conflict and issue. And especially when there's children involved, you want to do everything you can to make for sure that they are set up for the most success emotionally and physically because it's about them. We've brought them into this world. They didn't ask to be brought here, but I do feel like we have a divine responsibility to care for them and nurture them and to set them up for all sorts of success um so absolutely do feel comfortable with reaching out to someone else to help you to get through these hurdles because we all go through them mm-hmm. you know we all go through them every marriage goes through things every marriage our marriage has gone through things but we're here and we are together we'll be celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary and 2021 um You can work through things, but you have to also know when things are not good. And I wanted to leave you guys finally with my final words, a final quote, and I think it really sums it up. So if parents are going to be able to divorce and stop fighting, they are going to help their kids greatly. If they are going to get divorced and continue fighting, they're not going to necessarily help their kids. And that's from Josh Heatherton. He is also a licensed um, marriage and family therapist. And, Again, that sums it up. If you're going to stay married, resolve the conflict. If you're going to get divorced, you can't take that, that conflict with you and fight just as much, if not more, as a divorced couple.
1: There it is. Mm-hmm. And you do a little clap. At the so, um, I'm about to put my mom on front street. So, she's three times married and I have... Uh, you know, a blended family because of it. But I think she said the most powerful thing that I've ever heard, and it's really motivated me through my relationship. And she said, if you want to stay married, keep everybody out your marriage. And one thing that she was saying was, don't go telling your problems to, you know, other women or your family members If you need to to, to to get counseling You know, most of y'all and y'all jobs Got counselors that you can go to for free Go get counseling from somebody who is outside of your life Because the more people you bring into your marriage The more obstacles you're going to have And And just to be completely honest You got some people who want to listen Because they want to be the next The next woman, the next man, or what have you so if you bring them into your house, you've brought them into your house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then for everybody else, do what's best, period. If you can't stand to be with somebody, let them go. And don't take the same trauma that was in your relationship into the next relationship. So be in a situation where You want the best for everybody. You ain't trying to make nobody perfect. You're trying to love and have a a happy life yourself. Because, you know, what I tell people, the number one thing that I am is me. I ain't nothing else. I'm me. After that, I'm a husband to my wife. And after that, I'm a father to my children. But I got to be faithful to me first. Because if I'm not faithful to me, I can't be no good to nobody else. That's why it's so important that we love ourselves, that we deal with the traumas that have 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 bothered us our lives. And then we can be whole as a person for ourselves. Then once we're whole as a person, then we can be the best in a relationship ever. We can give literally our all to them. And through having that relationship with somebody to where, no, I don't expect them to never make a mistake, just like I don't expect me not to make a mistake. I can make mistakes, but if we can be whole and be there for each other, guess what? Now we can be there for our children. And if the the BS that we did along the way puts us in a situation where we can't be together, because, you know, the one thing I know about my wife I go out there and make a mistake and have you know sex with so so and another, probably she's gonna do something different.
0: So, absolutely, absolutely.
1: <laughs> so, I understand that I understand what, what life is, and I can be the best person I am to myself. And if I choose to go out there and make you know those types of mistakes, I just got to understand my life gonna change. So, hopefully, that. Helps you to make better choices in what you're doing And that's why I made such a point of Let a person know what you'll accept and what you won't accept Be real with yourself And I'm not telling you what to accept But I am telling you to be real with yourself And then you can tell somebody Look man, you know if you want to do this, that's fine You can go ahead and do that But I might have to do something different But after all that's done Y'all still got to be parents to y'all kids and I'm hoping that even if y'all got situations going on with each other, that y'all still being the best mom and the best dad that you can be to your kids because they ain't asked to be a part of whatever y'all's situation is.
0: Very well said, babe. Well, guys, we want to thank you for joining us for this candid conversation. It's a long one. I love these long chats. I feel like. That's what I said. Whatever.
1: What? ever we gonna do what we do we might get on this this bad boy i don't think because i talk too much and it might be 10 minutes and we might feel like okay yeah we got whatever point across that we're trying to teach in that
0: moment i would love to see you get a point across in 10 minutes Me <laughs> i would pay money for that actually
1: but 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 i, I think we just you know because some things in the spirit of the moment i think it's gonna help somebody
0: i think so too and we hope that this conversation has helped one of you guys. Please visit us at what we did and drop us a note. How do you guys feel about um, staying together for the kids? Do you know a couple that that has worked for? Um, what are your thoughts on couples staying together just for the kids? Um, we will look forward to talking with you guys again real soon. We love you and we enjoy this so much and we are so glad to be back. Um, chatting with you guys. We love you and we'll talk to you again real soon. Bye.